Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome in Josh and Jilly and Dr. Busby, toegrips.com. That is toegrips.com. I, uh, I tell you, I was talking with Mr. Dr. Busby today, and uh, they're getting a lot of people uh, that are going to the site, checking out the blog. You know, one thing that stands out about their uh, their site is a lot of times you go to these sites and you get a ton of pop-ups, right? And nobody likes pop-ups. You go to a website right? and, and like it's nonstop ads and pop-ups. You accidentally and, click on something. Next thing you know, your identity is stolen. It's important to note, you go to toegrips.com and it's a very simple site to navigate. You got yep. Dr. Busby's blog. You got shop now. Like right now, I just clicked on shop now. Here are the options. Dr. Busby's toe grips, instant traction and confidence for senior dogs who struggle on slippery floors. They are awesome. And by the way, five-star reviews on those bad boys. So you can leave a review for Dr. Busby. And they come in all different sizes too. So it's not like a one-size-fits-all thing. They're custom to basically fit your dog all the way from like extra small up to extra, extra large. Yep. And I believe there's a sizing guide on the website as well too. So, and of course, you can get the Encore Mobility Supplement, which uh, Luther takes. Got the do-it-yourself nail trimming which kit. Maybe you should invest in because Luther's got quite the hangnail right now. Yes, maybe I do. I think that's what I need to do. I, let me click on the do-it-yourself nail trimming kit. Uh, the only dog nail clipper Dr. Busby uses and endorses. How about that? That's pretty cool. And so. I think she's got a like a, a video, a training video too, so you can learn how to do it. Correct, it's right there. So uh, that's awesome. But uh, and the blog, of course. Let's see what the latest Busby blog is. Fifteen tips to stop your dog slipping on the floor, and that's good to know because Luther slips sometimes too. So, uh, but we love Doctor Busby. She's so great, wonderful person. We love her. So check out the website uh, that is toegrips.com. Like really, it is a one-stop shop for your dog information because a lot of times, like we'll Google stuff about dogs and the first thing that'll pop up yep. is dr busby sends me right to her so i mean she is legit so check it out toegrips.com promo code luther if you make a purchase it'll save you 10 percent. toegrips.com with our friend dr busby this is the josh ennis show howdy everybody welcome in to the josh ennis show josh and jilly and luther on this wednesday uh, there's a good chance that tomorrow you get another uh, round with me and Craig Gass because he's coming up to the station. Oh, he's back. <laughs> because as you know, when Craig uh, decides he's going to be part of something, he just shows up. Uh, he asked if he could come up. Like yesterday, he sent me a message said, hey, do you mind if I come up on Wednesday? And I said, no, we probably need to take a day, you know, a little break in there. And it kind of worked out well because of all this stuff that went down uh, in Texas. I don't know that, you know, doing Gene Simmons bits would have worked as well, well you know, day not. after. But uh, so he's going to be up at the radio station tomorrow, which means you'll probably get some more content there. 
uh, from Craig. He's got tons of stories we love. And the thing about that podcast, which was great, is like on the air, you know, we tell a lot of the stories we've told before, and they're funny, and you laugh, and the impressions are great. Uh, we really just had a good time shooting the shit about stuff. So uh, probably more of that, if I had to guess. You need to get him to retweet that link to the podcast so we get some of his people in here. Yeah, I can get him to do that. I, I guess, like I, I like I own him. Hey, bitch, retweet you, this. I don't even think you follow him on Twitter. Really? I that the other day, yeah. I didn't know you should that. probably follow Craig. And we're such good friends. He says such nice things about yeah, me. Yeah, maybe I'll go follow him now from your account. Maybe that's what you should do. And that way, tomorrow, you can get him to tweet the link. There you go. Uh, but uh, so tomorrow, we'll probably talk with Craig Gass again. And on Friday, we're planning a drinking show on Twitch, our triumphant return. Oh, boy. For uh, a night of drinking. Jim Mudd's going to join us. He's He's booked. Uh, I'm trying to get PK and DK to hang, maybe Tank. I'll reach out to him and see, and uh, we'll see what's cooking there. But if a Friday you, uh, night drinking show. Any requests, feel free to tweet them. We'll see what we can do. See if you want to hear anybody on there, please let us know. Uh, but uh, anyway, glad you guys are with us today. Obviously, that shit that went down in, in uh, Uvalde uh, was not good, it obviously. Horrible. It is. But like, here's the thing. Let's start here, right? Like, there's this weird desire of people on social media to let you know that something was terrible. Like, I don't need to know that, like, like if you want to offer a solution, I'm all for it. If you say, hey, we need to do blank, blank, and blank, and this is my suggestion for it, that's fine. But, like, if all you have to offer is, we've got to do something. You might just be better off tweeting nothing, or and it looks some, like you're just self-serving. Yeah, and, some posts that just say, boy, that was terrible. No shit. I think I, I find me one person who doesn't think that was terrible. If you're okay with this, you're a fucking monster. No one's okay with it. Like no literally no one looked at that and goes, man, I am thrilled that a bunch of kids tied. That is spectacular. Uh, nobody's doing that. Uh, but it, like, I, I really hate people who do that. Like, I don't like, like, I don't know when this became the case. Maybe social media is what caused it. Or now it's just being exposed more because of social media. But the desire of people to just, like, make sure the world knows that they're sad about something. I can't do that. Like, it's not that I don't feel bad. Oh, it's not that it's not a horrible story. But I can't just sit there and, and run to social media and have empty, you know, empty messages. Like, that is so sad. Or, like, man, that's kids, man. Like, I see a lot of sports radio guys do this. They'll say, man, kids, shaking my damn head. Like, that was pointless. Like, what? Like add something or say nothing. Like, yeah, that doesn't no, do anything. I have no issue with people, like, debating. Debating about it even sure. and talking about it and offering like yes. what can we do? How can we change this? What but not just to go on there and just say, boy, man, all them kids, that's so sad. Hug it, your babies. Like, okay, I, we get it, you're sad. But what's happened is like this world now is like, like I've had a rando message me like, you didn't post anything. What are you not really? upset about this? Yeah. Really? Somebody sent you a message over there? Yeah, like if you don't post, like that doesn't mean you don't care. Yeah, fuck it you, doesn't man. mean you're not affected by it. It doesn't mean that you don't think it's fucking horrendous or it doesn't mean like oh you're just numb to it or oh what are you some yeah. sort of conservative gun whack no i like they uh, honest to god your thoughts and prayers mean nothing real talk when you tweet things like your thoughts and prayers you're essentially just it's almost like you're doing it to not just comfort yourself but to let people know it's like it's like a status symbol almost like thoughts and prayers are kind of a status symbol or right I've seen, I've seen radio hosts like post a tweet like boy this is unbelievable except that it's not anymore we've got to do better and then they slap a radio station logo on it. 
It's like, are you just trying to like promote your station? It just is a bad look to me. Like we've got to do better. No Boner and Skidmark in the morning. No shit. We have to do better. Guys, Thanks, this Boner country, Skidmark. we need to do better. Coming up. Tessa's got the, uh, the, the dirt, got the Hollywood dirt and the gossip. Hey, and Britney uh, Spears is naked again, guys. <laughs> guys, we have got to do better. Coming up. Britney Spears' vag is all over Instagram. Come get you some. And there is a balance in doing it. Like, like, like this to me, this is not a thing that you devote an entire, especially a music radio show to yes. or a morning show to. I mean, like it, I mean, it happened. It's bad. It sucks. But like, you know, I try to weave it in and out. And I guess in the format I'm in, it's more conducive to talking about this well, than say doing- like a top 40, which is you know, it just it like, I don't know that our morning show here in town on the, the top 40 talk much about well, it. I'm sure they mentioned it. It's worth, to- if it's a talk show too, like me just talking up records, I didn't feel like it was really the time or place. There was no, because there's no good way to do it. Yeah. There's no way you could talk about something that heinous as you're talking into a Credence song. Like there's no way to do that, hit a post and it, like it doesn't work that way. It's just going to come across sounding crass and it's never going to work. Ours was a little bit more, you know, we do a little bit more talk. Our audience leans more into that kind of political realm as well. So it makes it easier to do that. But there are just so many people who say shit just to make themselves feel better and then have no solution for anything. I'm not an expert on this shit. I don't have the the end all be all solution for it. But the, the people that are the worst like it's like, and by the way, it has to be political. Like when people say, don't make it political, it's political. It's on there's both no, sides. There's no way to change it. It is a political topic. And, 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 and the reality is like, there are things like it is bad that this stuff happens, but it's also reality that if you look at the number of people who die every year and you look at the number of gun deaths every year, gun deaths make up a very, very small percentage of the deaths in America. Now, some of that's unfair because people just die of natural causes. They die of old age. There's infant mortality. There's, uh, you know, like SIDS and stuff like that. I mean, there are, not everything is just a someone died of an outside cause. Some people just die of natural causes. Sometimes people die during childbirth. And those are all pieces of the data that are out there when you're talking about the death of, of people. But if you look at the overall death total, and you compare it to what you've got in, uh, let's see, uh, guns and homicides in particular, the homicide numbers are incredibly small, gun homicide numbers. Doesn't mean that things can't be fixed, but it's a very small number. And inside that very small number of people who die from gun homicides is people who die in mass shootings, and in particular in schools, because they define mass shootings as four or more people. And you can debate whether or not that's a mass shooting or not. But what happens is I think the media covers certain things and they become bigger stories, and it makes it seem like it's just an everyday common occurrence that somebody goes into a school and blasts the school, which is not even remotely true. I mean, when you look at the actual numbers on on things that cause death, and I'm not doing this to troll, and I'm not doing this to try to downplay what it is, and I'm not doing it to support guns. I don't give a fuck about guns. I don't have a gun. I don't want to have a gun. I shoot guns at this place for a radio promotion, and I've gotten the opportunity to shoot, uh, you know, like a semi-automatic type of thing, like a military weapon once there. It was neat. I can see why people get into it. It's not for me, but this is not a, a political stance saying don't take our guns motherfucker but the reality is and here's one of the things that we've that that i've seen a lot today there's two things that stand out to me that i've seen from people on social media two of which i think you can expand upon one of them is the idea that well why do these people even need these weapons now that's fair like do you need uh you know a military style weapon to survive no you don't 
But if your argument is, why do they need this? Then that logic can be applied to virtually every other thing that is that is not needed. Do you need cigarettes? No, I don't know that. I don't believe unless I'm wrong. I don't believe there is one positive that comes from smoking cigarettes. But for not the one. most part, cigarettes are like a self-inflicted thing. They are, like, but, but again, the argument is, do you need that? Do you, because like most of the people that have one of these military weapons, they just use them to shoot at the gun range or in their yard or whatever, right? Most people who own these guns are not going into a school and shooting them up, right? So like the idea that like everybody who's got an AR-15 is some Trump Republican wacko and they're going to shoot up a school... Well, that's not right either. Again, it's a very small percentage of people. But again, if the argument is why is this needed? Most things that we enjoy are things we don't need. We need water. We need oxygen. We need a roof overhead. We need to eat, right? Those are the things we need. Transportation, right? Do you need a car that goes more than 75 miles per hour? Not really, because I mean, the speed limit, generally speaking, is 75 miles per hour. That's the highest you're going to get somewhere, low end, 10 miles. 80. Okay, 80. Let's just say it's 80, right? Or if you're in Montana, there are big stretches of road that have, at least in the past, had no speed limit. Just go, right? Fine. If you have a situation where you are very rarely ever going to need to go over 75 miles per hour, then why even have cars that go over that? Why do you need a Bugatti? Why do you need a Spider? Why do you need a Ferrari? You don't. Don't, but you have them because they're fun and it makes you feel good. And if you find the right stretch of uh, open road, you get that bitch up to 120, 130 and it's great. But you don't need a car that goes over that. You don't need cigarettes. You like to smoke. You're addicted to them. There's zero redeeming quality about cigarettes, but you can get them because you're allowed to get them. Do you need alcohol? No. I'd argue that many, many bad things come from alcohol. Some great. Alcohol can be fun if done right. Same can be said with guns or whatever. If handled in the right manner, a lot of things that are bad are fine. The wrong person gets them. Not good, right? But alcohol, you look at alcohol and you say, well, you know what? Alcohol really has very little redeeming quality either. And in, in fact, you get 95,000 deaths per year in America from alcohol-related incidents, 46,000 uh, uh, deaths a year from cars, like, tell me this. We sit back and we go, this must change. We need to stop. Well, there are 46,000 car-related deaths a year in America, okay? How many of those are from 15-year-old kids, 16-year-old kids that just got their license and they're not as adept at texting and driving as I am, and they die or they rear in somebody or they hit a car and they injure somebody else? I would guess that's a lot of them, right? But that we're not arguing that you take away cars and we're not arguing that you shouldn't be able to buy a Bugatti or a Ferrari or a Porsche. We don't argue that you shouldn't be allowed to buy cigarettes or drink alcohol, but these are all bad things. Of course, we also fight for the right for abortions, right? That's a very big talking point now. Abortions, abortions are bad, right? That you've shown me multiple tweets from morons out there that say, oh, these Republicans want to take away my, my right to choose, but they want to have, they want to kill kids. You realize how dumb you sound when you are arguing for the right for you to kill a kid, but it's a problem when somebody else kills a fucking kid. Like, like they're all hypocrites and everybody is brain dead when it comes to this stuff and they're fucking nuts. But why do I say all this stuff? I say this because you can turn anything into something bad. Again, go back to the car example, right? Like, actually, let me rewind. 
One of the things I've seen from people related to guns is, well, we shouldn't let 18-year-old kids buy guns. Well, you're an adult. You can go to the military when you're 18. You mean to tell me you can shoot a gun in the military, but you can't have a gun to protect uh, protect your house if you're 18? But I think it, there just has to be, like, there has to be a better process. Like, I was reading about this kid. This kid bought these online, basically, and went and picked them up at a store. Like, it shouldn't be that easy to get an AR-15. Well, no, and I think that's fair. And I think that there's a debate to be had there where there's a, again, everything's got a middle ground. But what happens is you deal with lunatics on both sides. And on one side, they don't even want to hear your other argument, right? Like, I could say the same analogy I made about the cars or the alcohol. Like, in America, we have legalized many things that have zero redeeming qualities that can kill you and kill many more people than guns do every year. And by the way, how many of those gun deaths are from suicide? About half of the gun deaths every year from people killing themselves. And I'd like to know what percentage of the ones who aren't suicide are gang-related incidents. You know what I mean? It's a very small number of people who die from homicides via gun, right? It is a very small number. But when people bring this up, one of the arguments they've made, I'm just letting you know what I've seen on social media that have responded to me. Well, I think 21 is how old you should have to be to buy a gun, and you should have to go through a background check. Totally cool with the idea of a background check. That said, the people in this dude's house, the dude's grandfather, had no idea that he even bought the AR-15s and really had no idea that he was fucking nuts. So even if he would have done a background check, which I'm totally cool with, when I make this argument, people come back at me and say, oh, you're an idiot that doesn't want background checks. Absolutely not. Do the background checks. Find out if people are certifiable wacko or not. The reality is there are people who are fucking nuts, who have no criminal record, and can hide the fact that they're fucking nuts. Yeah, they haven't snapped yet. How many people knew that John Wayne Gacy had 100 kids buried under his house? None of them did because he was just a happy guy. He was a clown. You didn't know he was fucking nuts. You didn't know he was just picking up dudes, fucking them, killing them, and burying them under his house. You didn't know that because these guys hide it. So even in that case, would a background check have been one of those things where you go, oh yeah, look, this guy's clearly fucking nuts. Don't give him a gun. Now, there are plenty of issues involved in this. Like, it's weird to me that you can just go to a gun show and, you know, buy an AR-15 at a convention like center. Said, it's guy, weird, this but... This kid ordered it online. Like, it, I, again, I don't know all the details on... It up. Yeah, it's... There are issues in that regard. Yeah. But the thing is, and this is important to note, when you really dig into the numbers, which I don't think a lot of these people do, they operate on emotion. And that's all they've got because they don't have concrete data. It's always how many kids have to die. And anytime someone dies, it fucking sucks, especially when it's eight-year-old, nine-year-old kids and you see the pictures and it's fucking gross and it sucks that this happened. But what you don't see is it, that, that that little that that number of people who are dying in this way is so small. Like that to me, and then this is when people come back at you because here's what I'm going to offer them to that. I will uh, contend to them that we've got people that have serious mental issues. We've got people who I would argue that social media and the internet is a, a, a much greater threat. And this is going to sound ridiculous, but it's a much greater threat than guns are because. The people on social media, the people on the internet, there are people who can radicalize you on the internet. It's vitriolic on the well, internet. It's things- divisive on the internet. And I think if you already have mental issues, this can exacerbate it. And that, I think, is what happened in the case of the shooter from what I was reading. Like, he was bullied. You know, you always hear the stories, oh, he was a loner. He was bullied on social media, in person, like, you know. But it, the social media stuff is making people more mentally ill. Sure. And again, like, it's possible for multiple things to be true. It can be true that 
having gun laws in place that can make things tougher for guys to get these, that can be true. And I can be down with that. But I can also tell you that you've got a mental health issue. You have got drug issues. You have got people losing their minds on social media. Dude, I'm an adult male. And I can't look at social media because it drives me fucking batty. I'm 35 years old. Imagine being 17 and this is the only world you've ever known. Also imagine being 17 and I'm not defending this kid. I don't know his backstory. But imagine being 17, 18, 16, 17 years old. You're trapped in your house for a year and a half, basically, due to the Rona. You have no friends. There's no communication. You go kind of fucking crazy. You become even more of a loner. All you have to do is sit there and read the internet and all this bullshit. Like, of course it could drive you mad. Not saying that's what happened with him, but I can see where that's happening and people are becoming more loners and they're not extroverted and they don't have interpersonal communication. See, these are all valid. So the problem we have, though, is if you go to social media, social media is a world where it's either you think guns are the biggest issue that we have in this country and it must stop, or you think that liberals are lunatics and they're trying to take your guns. There is a middle ground, and I, maybe we should just call this the middle ground. It's not very sexy, but we're in the middle ground on this, and you can call me a pussy, you can call me a coward. I really don't give a shit, but it is possible to have a debate about this, and, and, and this leads us to another point. Common sense, right? That's the argument I've seen. What, uh, we need common sense gun reform. Well, nobody can explain to you what this common sense gun reform is. They just see this on the news and they read it in someone else's uh, meme and they say, well, we need common sense gun reform. I don't trust a country that wants kids to you know, uh, not choose their gender until they're seven you know, or, or not you know, give a kid a boy or a girl name out of the womb because it's their choice what they're going to be. I don't know if I trust those people with fucking common sense. Well, you said the middle. My apologies. You said the middle ground. And this really should be an issue of like both sides need to agree. All these kids are dead. And that's terrible. Yep. You need to meet in the middle. You're not going to get one side's going to win, one side's going to win. They've got to meet in the middle. And if this isn't going to bring sides together, which it's not, sadly. Like, it's not. Nothing will. But, I don't know what the answer but it won't, is. And you know why things aren't going to come together. Because there's no power in unity. Unity ends it all. Coming together means that there's no more bad guy. There's no more boogeyman. And people need the boogeyman. Why do you need the, 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 the random stories about white nationalists? Because you need to create a boogeyman. The guy that shot up the supermarket. You need that guy to keep the boogeyman narrative going why did like for the the liberal the republicans they need a boogeyman who's the boogeyman joe biden's coming to take your fucking guns everybody needs a boogeyman that's how this 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 cycle works that's how this thing uh, operates that's how the wheel turns and if you don't have that it's dead and then like because if everybody got along um then okay how about this willy wonka like the last line in the movie, Willy Wonka, they're in the great glass Wonka Vader and they, they, they hold on Charlie and it, they shoot through the glass ceiling and they're up above the, in the sky and look, grandpa, there's my school. There's our house, Charlie. And uh, Willy Wonka offers Charlie the opportunity to move his entire family into a chocolate factory, which I didn't see any bedrooms or anything in there, but whatever. It's nicer than the shack that they lived in where they were sleeping four to a fucking bed. But when they're up there, Charlie says, uh, he, he looks at Willy Wonka. He says, yeah, Grandpa, let's live there. He hugs Willy Wonka. He says, Charlie, you know what? Uh, you know the story about the guy who suddenly got everything he always wanted? He lived happily ever after. And people don't want you to live happily ever after because happiness doesn't lead to power. It doesn't lead to division. That's the point. 
They're all fucking with us and they're keeping people separated that way. And that's how it's always going to be. So all you can really do is believe what you believe and ride with what you believe and fuck everybody else and, and think of what's best for you, what's best for your family, man. Yeah, neither side's ever going to admit that the other side might have a good idea here and there, and maybe we can do something with that. Like, no, it's always going to be this side's wrong, this side's wrong. Like, you got to compromise or something. Like, these kids keep dying. Again, it's terrible. Sure, but it's not going to happen. I know so, it's not going to happen. Like, to me, here's what I think you need to do, too. Like, like again, people too often look at the gun because the gun is the sexy thing for the story. Guns are bad. Nobody looks, when someone gets hammered and drives drunk and kills somebody, you never really hear that the car was bad or that the alcohol was bad. Again, car-related deaths, that number is 46,000 a year. Alcohol-related deaths, 95,000 a year. That's more people, I mean, that's 150,000 people are dying from that every year, right? People in auto accidents, there's millions of people every year that are injured in auto accidents. You never hear about the car, and you also never hear about how easy it is to actually get a license to drive a car. Like, I got my license, I took driver's ed in high school, at my high school right like we were driving in the car like the second day of class i had never driven on the highway before the 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 the, the teacher's like well we're heading across the bridge like what <laughs> like it's very easy to get a car it's very easy to drive a car and to get a license and that is a death trap if it's handled by the wrong person and now you've got countless distractions you see me all the time there's countless distractions when you're driving a car that is a it's a weapon it is a death trap for people but no one talks about how easy it is to get a license and no one talks about how easy it is to get hammered and get in a car and drive and no one ever says alcohol is bad or, or blames alcohol or blames uh, or cigarettes or blames anything else when bad things happen it's just guns. And why? Because it is a sexy talking point for these politicians. It is a big point for both sides. So that's why you never get that shit. And, and that's why I don't say a lot of this on social media, because it's just a waste of time, because no one looks at the nuance and what you're saying anyway. They just want to be angry and fight you over shit, and they've got their viewpoint. They're not going to change their viewpoint. Oh, so, uh, like, because I made the Ferrari point earlier that, you know, to the point about needs. Do you need to have these guns? There's a lot of shit you have that you don't need, but you just enjoy doing it. Like, do you need a paintball gun? Do you need someone to shoot you in the balls with these paintballs coming out 100 miles an hour? No, you do it because you like it. Well, skateboards are dangerous. Do you need those? No, but I enjoy riding the skateboard. So, like, there's, like, the argument can't be well do you really need that that can't be your argument about stuff but anyway it's a shitty situation all the way around and you can shit on me for riding the fence if you want to but i'm not really like i'm not anti-gun i don't like guns i don't want to have one but i don't believe the guns are the issue especially with, with the ones that are attained legally like the, the other thing and now i'm going to sound really right-wing guyish here but it's valid like, people die every day in the streets of these other cities. I'm now sound like roller governor. But, like, in Chicago, people are plugging each other with many guns they probably attained illegally and gang violence. And guess what? Kids are dying in those situations, too. You see a story every day yeah. where some kid's hit by a stray bullet on the south side of Chicago or some other shitty part of town in another city. And those guys just go by the wayside and nobody gives a shit. You know, so there's a lot of hypocrisy that goes into this, and these people don't really give a shit. It's all about politics. That's why Beto rolls into this press conference making a fucking ass. Of yeah, I, I don't think that was the time. I know what he was doing. Obviously, he wanted to, you know, make us take a stand and stand up for what's right and all this stuff. But that just didn't seem like the right time and place for me because at that point, Roller Governor <laughs> Greg Abbott yeah. um, was kind of explaining and giving more details onto what we found out, like kind of elaborating on the investigation, kind of, you know, pertinent information. 
I don't know that that was the time or place for him to crash. It wasn't like it was a, an Abbott rally. Like, you yeah. want to try to roll into, like, Governor Abbott's rally and be like, hey, you know, guns, got to go. Okay. I think he I'll hurt himself that. with that. But I don't think that was the time to make your big stand. But if we're being fair, Beto ain't going to win shit anyway. Nobody takes Beto seriously. He's a clown. Uh, but anyway, so I also saw the Catholic Church weighed in, and they said it's their moral obligation to protect the kids. Oh. So, yes, the uh, the group that's been using altar boys as their personal finger puppets for a century, these guys want to tell you how to protect children. Thank you. That's rich. It's like Jeffrey Dahmer saying, you know, guys, I really think we need to start uh, taking better care of our gay men. Like, yeah, it kind of rings hollow there. What else is going on in the world today? I mean, obviously, this is the biggest story in the universe, and yeah, it continues to be the biggest story in the universe. And, that's you know, a Steve pretty big Kerr one. lost his mind over this. I, I believe Steve Kerr is so incredibly inauthentic. Oh, well, now everyone wants Steve Kerr to be the president. Good. Go, congrats, go have Steve Kerr be the president. Congrats. The guy is, uh, uh, the guy is a front runner who has benefited so greatly from being around greatness forever, uh, whether it's with Popovich or Jordan or Steph Curry or whatever. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I'd find him to be a tool, but, you know, it is what it is. What are you going to do? But um, everybody's all passionate about that. Great job, Steve Kerr. He speaks for me. Way to go. I also like these sports radio jamokes whose whole thing right now is uh, is like they'll, they'll wait for that one person to tweet them to, like, stick to sports. And then they get their little PP so hard to hit that quote tweet and say, I am not just going to shut up and dribble. Yeah. I, I, you know what? This is bigger than sports. And if you can't see that, then fuck you. And then the person will respond and say, well, if this is going to keep up. I'm not going to listen to your station anymore. And then they'll quote tweet that guy and they'll say, then good. Don't listen, you piece of shit. We don't need you anyway. Fuck you. And it's just funny watching these guys like get on their high horse on shit and act like they're doing something important. No, you get on the radio and you yell about whether or not Barry Bonds should be in the Hall of Fame. Maybe stay in your fucking lane, Chief. Like, you know what the fuck's going on. But these guys so badly want to get out of the toy department, you see. They're they're in the toy department. They are, you know, they're not in the serious business world. That's why they get a hard-on for the Kaepernicks and those kind of stories and the kneeling, because it makes them feel like they're talking about something that has value, when in reality, all they normally talk about is VORPs and DVOAs and, and shifts and everything else. So when they get an opportunity opportunity to sit up and say fuck right we're talking about this shit they get excited because it makes them feel like they're part of the actual relevant universe and uh, sports media people like the people that quote tweet like when I quote tweet, it's usually from a legit response that I was not trying to get. Like when I tweeted today, I just said, what are, because all morning I saw we need like sensible gun laws or common sense gun laws. And all I asked was, what are common sense gun laws? That's all I fucking tweeted. I got a tweet from T. Bob Aberry says, are you being authentic with this? Like, yeah, it's not his fucking question. Tell me what are common sense gun laws. I'm not telling you you're right or wrong. Just tell me what they are. That's all I want to know, right? And if somebody gave me a response, I would quote tweet it and I would ask them a question. The people I don't like are the ones that make these big, bold proclamations and wait for like a right winger to step up yep. and say something about guns so they can retweet and say, hey, you fucking hillbilly. Why don't you get off the fucking stage? Well, we're never going to listen again. Good. We don't need you because we actually love kids and you don't. So go fuck yourself. Sports media people are my favorite. They're a very dumb group of people who are very self-important. Like, that's a great combination of self-important and moron. And that's what they are. Ah, oh, boy. Anyway. All right, well, on that note, who do I need to tell them about? 
Uh, probably. Did you do one the other day with the Craig Gass interview or not? I, I did. Uh, I did not. I did not do the second. Okay. Uh, I then don't believe. Craftology by Christie. Okay, so I have to do this tomorrow. I have to send her an idea for this shirt. I gave her the idea. She asked me some colors and stuff. What color do you think this shirt should be for the uh, live your life, love your dog, drink beer? I mean, most people just like a black T-shirt. Maybe honestly. a black T-shirt. Maybe like some gold lettering. Maybe some uh, some blue lettering. Just something simple. Yeah. We want to keep it simple, stupid. Yeah. All right. Well, of course, uh, she's got Craftology by Christie, and you can find her on the gram, and you can find her um, her Etsy store. She's got some really cute Texas stuff. I mean, very cool stuff. Look at me saying things are cute. Dog bandanas, everything. So you should check it out because she is awesome. She is great. And um, and that's Christy with a C H R I S T Y. So make sure you check them out. Uh, if you got like a, a kid graduating high school, she just has some cool senior twenty twenty two merch. That's I just great. Saw she posted. So do that. Like these are people that help keep this podcast going. They're awesome folks. So check them out. Uh, Craftology by Christy. Of course, her husband is Richard from Metro Ready Mix, and they've been a very loyal supporter for a long time. So give them some love if you can. We love them. They are great. They're outstanding. So, uh, but that's Craftology by Christy. I'll get her that info here soon, and we can um, we can make things happen there and get that new shirt and everybody buy it and fill their coffers. It'd be great. So, there's that. Um, you know, speaking of Instagram, uh, Jilly actually got Luther's Instagram uh, Instagram suspended. Yeah, uh, she was posting dog nudes, from what I understand, no, and they I and they flagged not, her. I was not posting dog nudes, <laughs> but evidently yesterday, like Instagram went through a whole thing where it was like verifying ages, because I guess you have to be thirteen or older to be on Instagram. Had no clue. Like, yeah. I, like I love it's the same people that say, well, you know, you you should be twenty one to buy a gun, not eighteen, as if that three years makes a world of difference. I don't know if it does or not. So it was I, like, enter your birthday, and I wasn't really paying attention. We were at lunch. I was like, all right, whatever. I just want to get to the page, so I put in Luther's birthday because it was Luther's account. Yep. And. That would make him 10. <laughs> they said, no, ma'am. I was like, you don't appear to be old enough for Instagram. Your account's been temporarily disabled. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> and I was really upset about that. I'm like, no, he just got like, he's got all these followers. We got over a thousand. Like, he's got some great pictures on there that I don't want to lose. Like, this is not okay. And actually, Ace, Ace Gilmore was telling me that she had to go recover her account after someone hacked it like a couple of weeks ago. And it was this whole freaking process where like you have to send a picture of your ID and then you have to pin a, like, a, a selfie from seven different angles to prove it's you. But I'm like, well, how do we prove it's us? Because it's a dog page. Yes. Like, do I just need to put a selfie of you and Luther? Because it was under your email. So then I, we're, we're trying to figure out what email address was linked to his account because we had no clue. We didn't know the password. Yeah. I didn't know the password to the email account that it was linked to. Holy and then you're thing. like, give me your ID. I got to take a picture. <laughs> so, like, you're sitting in the car. You're on the verge of tears because you've lost Luther's Instagram. I, know. I mean, you're like, it's all these memories. I said, Jilly, the fucking pictures are in my phone. But also, like, and it sounds funny. Like, I could feel Luther judging me. Like, <laughs> God damn it, Mom. You lost all my followers. You bitch. And, of course, I blamed you because you were supposed to post a picture of Luther, like, the day before. Well, you blame me because that's the easy way and out. I it's like, I fucked up, so it's your fault, If moron. you would have seen it, if you were the one that would have logged on his Instagram, you wouldn't have been as dumb to put Luther's birthday. Well, you can't blame me for you being stupid. That's <laughs> not like, fair to me. I asked you for 24 hours to post that damn photo, and you're on your phone probably 20 hours a day. Probably, yes. And you couldn't do that. <laughs> and, uh... So you, I give you my ID. You take a picture. You send it. We never get a response that says we yeah. got your thing. I thought so it then you did it like, again. I thought it would at least say, like, thanks for submitting. Like, we'll review your case and we'll let you know or something. 
Yeah. Or got an email. Nothing. Not a damn Nothing. thing. So I'm like, well, fuck, did it work? Like, should we do it again? Like, what do we do? <laughs> so eventually, and today I got an email from Facebook. Well, they're they're and, connected. And the thing is, the, the email was so basic looking that it almost seemed fake. And I was like, damn it, did you get me hacked? No. Because like, you would think like a logo for Facebook would pop up. Nope, it was just an F, a pink F from Facebook. Thank you for submitting your ID. I was like, this does not look normal. <laughs> there was no name. It just said, hi, looks like your account was disabled by mistake. Your account has been reactivated. It felt like a scam and I felt like my whole life was about to be ruined. <laughs> but it did in fact get reactivated. So that was legit. So Luther's uh, gram is back. I know our national nightmare is over, everybody. Luther's Instagram is still on and popping. Luther underscore pup. So fear not. And you finally posted that picture today. I did. That thing better have a thousand likes. Well, everybody, everybody better fucking like. Go like that picture. Keep Luther afloat. You need to be better about posting. Uh, I am mediocre. I don't post on my own stuff. Which, I mean, the only way I'm ever going to end up as a syndicated radio personality, I guess, is to post more shit because nobody cares what you do on the fucking radio. So, God, I, I had a meltdown yesterday at the radio station. If we're having some real talk here. What else here. is new? But actually, I haven't been having meltdowns. I just say, you know, like, I'm almost, con- I've conceded that, like, it's a clusterfuck and I just, there's no sense in getting angry. So just kind of step back and say, you know what, if other people don't care, you don't care, whatever. But, like. Our engineer went in and reset our entire console, and I had no idea how to turn everything back on. So things are fucking up. My Detroit show has got Nashville shit playing in it. It's a mess. I'm getting messages from the program director in um, in in Detroit saying, what the fuck, and I'm angry. I just started punching the board with my hand. I'm like, fuck this. And then I picked up the chair that I sit in, and I threw the fucker against the wall. God. Then I kicked the garbage can, threw shit against the wall. But then I did a show. Made shit happen. But yeah, I was very Glad you angry. got over it. Very rarely do I have those meltdowns. Like, I've broken one pair of headphones since I've been here because uh, I get angry. But, you know, like, because it, it builds up. You see, it festers. Instead of just raging every day, I let it build until one thing puts me over the top and I have an epic meltdown like I had yesterday. So you were due is what you were saying. Yeah, exactly. Like, if I just, you know, had a mini meltdown every day, that meltdown wouldn't have happened. But I mean, I fuck. I picked up this chair and just hurled it against the wall. I don't know what Battle was thinking because he never says anything. He just kind of sat there like, and uh, and I mean, I I lost my fucking mind. Totally different subject here, but I guess it's National Wine Day. Yep. And now I feel like I want to get a, a bottle of wine. Here's what I think we should do. Maybe Friday we just it's it's belated wine. No, we do not do wine on Twitch. Yeah, that's a bad idea. I mean, man, I mean, if you want to get some wine, I guess we can. I'm not going to make you drink it. I'll just drink it. Okay, then I'm really in now. Um, but, yeah, so Friday we're probably going to go on uh, Twitch, try to get some people on there. You know, we haven't been on in a while, so uh, we can reconvene and check in with our friends. Plan is, what, 8 o'clock on Friday, 8 Central? Yeah, told Jim we'll reach. Uh, Jim's going to be on. I'm waiting to hear back from a few others. If you have anybody you want to hear from, shoot us a message on Twitter or uh, the gram or anywhere else. And by the way, we don't have to get a box of wine tonight. Like I could buy a bottle and have like a couple glasses each. Well, we, I can we're not try. animals. I mean, that's very debatable um, <laughs> because like to drink, I have to have a case of beer to drink. Like I have the drinking habits of like one. I'm like, I'm like a one eight scale version of Andre. Well, the I'm Giant. with you. I'm, I'm with you. And that's kind of one of the things like, um, 
like I'll send like Denise or somebody like a place that looks kind of cool here. And she's like, oh, are you going to go? I'm like, no, no, I'm not because it's 40 minutes away and I don't have the self-control. Just go out and have two drinks. and I'm not going to drive home drunk and we live like a $50 Uber away. Yeah. So no, I won't. But yeah, I think, I think the Rona also played into that where there was just so much drinking at home and that's all we do now. Yep. So I don't know how to just go out and have a few beers. Like when we drink, we just basically get hammered. Yep. Which is why we don't drink every night. Just most. But I not most even. I would say just the weekends. Well, this weekend's going to be an epic one because there's yep. about four days of it. And now I want a bottle of wine tonight. But So we're off to a great start. <laughs> All right. We're going to get out of here. Uh, we'll have another one for you tomorrow. Probably Craig Gass. We'll talk with him some more uh, because he's fun. And then we'll have a Friday Twitch party. So thank you, guys. We'll see you later.